Hello and welcome to the Christchurch Fox Chapel podcast, the fastest growing conservative, evangelical, charismatic, overgood podcast in the entire Fox Chapel area. I'm sitting in the church parlour with the Los Yetis and my wife. Hello darling. Hello. Today we're beginning this new series on the servant songs and we've got this great new bulletin cover which is sort of inspired by the late 1980s i think it's bright purple lots of why are you looking at me why are you looking at me <laughs> you really love it I, yeah i think it's great it's i great. like it it's you're cool. really big on the bullet well, it reminds cover. me of, so i had a walkman and it didn't have a graphic equalizer on it and my friends did and i always looked at that and i thought if i had a graphic oh, equalizer that's why you like it so much yeah yeah okay i think that's i think it's cool okay. we have a new bulletin cover it's really good <laughs> It is really good. I think we can all agree it's really good. And we're looking at the servant songs. See, it's song. Did you get it? We're looking at the servant songs. Yeah, no, I get, I get it. I get the bulletin. I get so, it. <laughs> so we're looking at the, um, the servant songs of Isaiah. There's four of them. We're doing them over five weeks. And these are prophetic songs written about Jesus that, that show us all the things that Jesus is going to be. And Jesus is a real contradiction, or at least unexpected in terms of the way he lives and what he does and, and how he operates and, and really everything that Christianity is is not what you would expect if you were going to design your own religion. Mm. And so these wonderful songs, they predate Christ by hundreds of years and we're looking at them this Lent. And I, I feel the Lord saying, love, that mm-hmm. you should read it for I us. I know, I don't do the readings. I know, but I just feel... No, because you, you, everyone likes your little English... Uh, little accent okay. you got. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pause the recording a second, Church. We're back and a decision has been made. Ah, <laughs> uh, fine. All right, what do I read again? Messiah. All of I, the Four, whole of one, it. One to nine. Okay. All right, forty-two. One. Behold, my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. This is the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs> right, so, okay. so it's always harder with someone you love. Right, we're looking at this Isaiah 42. There's so much. We're not going to get through it all. Never. But when God says behold, it's actually one of my favorite words in Scripture. Behold. It, yeah, look, take note. This is something that you need to be aware. And servant is such a humble image, mm. and yet he's upheld by God. Mm-hmm. So the contrast and that tension 
of, of this servant king just is right there in the first verse, right? Yeah, I like that. And it's also a really good word for us too, that if we're gonna be like Jesus, it's mm. our job to be a servant, right? That's, yeah. we, we are here to serve, but the good news is that we are upheld by him and that we are chosen and that he, he delights in us. Mm. Yeah, and he and he fills well. He fills the servant with the spirit, the same spirit that that we have. That we have. Yeah. So, already, um, already, even in the first verse, you're into that pneumatological Christology that Jesus is operating. Ah, uh, yes, that. You know, you know what it means. I know. So, so, that Jesus is is operating out of the power of the Spirit. So the servant isn't operating in his own strength as the Word of God, the second member of the Trinity, but he's actually being weak and then relying on the power of God, the Holy Spirit, in order to do the things Which he's doing. Which is wonderful news for us, because that is us, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I feel like that is how I try and operate at all times, because I know that I'm basically useless. But when I have the Spirit in me, I can do all sorts of things that I couldn't do on my own. Yeah, including bringing forth justice to the nations, that the nations are going to be suffering from injustice mm. unjust behavior mm. is going to manifest but christ is going to challenge these uh, unjust organizations and yeah and i love that it says he he's not going to cry loud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street he's not going to go shouting about you know yeah he's he is peaceful he's justice. just going to bring forth justice which is, is wonderful news um for us especially even now but then you see the, the, his image of verse three, the bruised reed and the faintly burning wick. Yeah. Is actually he's he's coming for the vulnerable and the weak. Right. And maybe, you know, a bruised reed, it it can't stand up and mm -hmm. this is going to die, isn't it? Yeah. And a, and a faintly smouldering wick, that's just going to burning wick is just going to go out any minute now. Right. And maybe you're just like the a candle that's been blown out and is glowing. Just a little bit of that string is still glowing. And, and, and God is coming for you. Yeah, and, that, and he's not going to faint or be discouraged until he has established justice. Mm. I love that, that idea of like the strength of being established. Yeah, no, I like that. The, that sort of firmness yeah. of him bringing justice. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to this, this moment in history where something changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and just that idea that we can become so discouraged in every day, in whatever we're doing, but especially if we're feeling like we're fighting for justice or even just fighting to be, um, to live out our call, mm. then he's just, he's never going to grow faint or be discouraged. And that, because the spirit is in us, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's really helpful, isn't it? When you've just had a, a kicking, mm -hmm. to know that, well, as we look ahead, to know that we've, we've got a God who took a kicking. Because yeah. Jesus is God, yep. and could have just burst onto the scene and, and run riots. Mm -hmm. But instead of doing that peacefully and mm. gently, yeah. he comes for the weak. Yeah. Yeah. So this is God speaking, thus says God, the Lord, L-O-R-D, capital letters. And mm -hmm. we, we said that so many times, really important 
right, that this is the name of God himself. Yeah. And it's like a sort of shorthand for every other time that God has turned up and done something amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a, a reminder. It's the covenant name of God, isn't it? Yeah. That God is a God of promises. This is actually when, um, say, for example, Moses says in the burning bush, who are you? Mm -hmm. Who shall I say has sent me? And God says, I am. Right. I am, I am. Yeah. The Lord. Uh, the existence itself, it's the verb to be. God's name is the verb to be. Mm -hmm. Yahweh. Written in English, Lord, because the sentence would just sound really weird if we said it very literally. Right. Um, but thus says God, Yahweh, my own name, covenant name, who created heaven, so a little recap, you know, created heaven, stretched out, spread out the earth, I'm the creator, gives breath to the people on it, and there's that, you know, right back to Genesis, Adam, mm -hmm. God breathed into him and made him a living man, um, and spirit. I am the Lord, I am, I am, I am, I, and I've called you in righteousness. Yeah, and then there, I will take you by the hand and keep you, just that, especially you know as we look forward to saying those that the eye open the eyes of the blind a light for the nation oh yeah so when you can't see where you're going when you feel like you have no idea what you're doing um you can call to him and he takes us by the hand and keeps us like he holds us he makes sure right. we're okay and if this is the father singing to the son right then he's christ who will know this perfectly mm-hmm is heading to the cross to suffer. Yeah. And he knows that the Father is holding his hand right. as he, he as he carries him. the cross and he faces that death. Yeah. And this is so good for Lent. It's so good for Lent. And it's so good for us because because we have that same we're sons and daughters. We have that same relationship yeah. with God and and so the, the times and the trials that we might be facing right now, um, that we might want to say, like, please just take this away from me. Mm. Just take this away. Like, you know, he well, said, like Jesus, Jesus said, take yeah. that cup. And we say, just take this. Take this away from me. And he says, I'm going to take you by the hand. I'm going to keep you. And I'm, you know. Yeah. And then, and then specifically, though, there's something ominous and amazing. When he says, I will give you as a covenant. Yeah. So the father is saying to the son, you son are going to be mm -hmm. the covenant. Because mm -hmm. I'm the God of the covenant. Right. I make this promise. Right. And the promise is established through sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And the payment of sin through yeah. blood. Yeah. And the promise is that if anyone comes against you, mm -hmm. then they come against me. Right. Because we are now one. Yeah. And, and God says... The father says to the son, but you are the covenant. You're mm -hmm. the sacrifice. Yeah. You're the means of atonement. Yeah. You're the... You, Once for all. Yeah. 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 And so it's ominous in the sense that, that the son is hearing this song of his own death. Yeah. Not that he's surprised by this. No. Because it's really for us. Mm -hmm. And yet, on the other hand, this, this enormously significant role that can't be understated the means of peace with God for us is the Son. Right. Yeah, because it's for the people. Mm 
So just like random characters. Mm-hmm. You know, for the people who yeah. like just anyone, anyone who wants this, they the, get to the, have the it. right sort. No, 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 the worst sort. They're just characters, just bums on the side. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a light to the nations, for the nations, which I just think of of that kind of calling effect of the light. Like the lights on, so now you can find yeah, you know, your way. Yeah. And and maybe that's 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 for the that's for the lost. Mm-hmm. A covenant, not just for. God's people, but a covenant for the lost. Yeah. So that they can become, you know, open the eyes of the blind. So I'm, I'm blind, and Jesus is the covenant for me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And just, you know, how uh, sometimes God just does this thing where it's like, you know, we're not going to believe that because it's ridiculous. Yeah. So we just say it five ways. Yeah. Like prisoners from dungeons. How do prisoners escape from dungeons? Apart from Batman. In um, when you climbed up the thing, what? Batman when he, he climbed, climbed up, up. Nandapar Bat, you know the hole he climbed. Oh yeah. But how do normal people get out of a dungeon? I don't know. That are not a Batman. Key. Someone lets them out. Oh, they let them out. Yeah. I, I, you were fishing for like a specific answer there. I, I figured I wasn't going to get that. <laughs> Someone it, lets them out. That's what I Just think. Just edit that out, and then I can sound really. What like, about the Batman? Really about <laughs> yeah about the Batman thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, out of the dungeon. From the prison. Yeah, from the prison. Those who sit in darkness, which is all of us, right? And I, that idea that we're, we're, we are blind, we're prisoners, we're in the darkness, but then yeah. Christ comes as the light. And God gives him the glory. This yeah. is verse eight. I give my glory to no other. So God is actually giving his glory to the Son, because mm-hmm. the Son is, the, is God. Is God yeah. but, but again, the Son has divested himself of, mm-hmm. the, of, of some of that. Uh, I don't know how to put it, but some some of that um, power at least. Yes. Uh, and um, the sun has, in, has has divested some of that power, and God has has given glory to the sun. And uh, and yet, what do we do? Uh, we 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 worship carved idols. Oh yeah, we love to do that. Yeah. Well, like last week, I was just feeling all holy, and then, and then Kirsten mentioned Bugattis. And I'm like, oh, no, I love <laughs> Bugattis. Like that, my carved idol is not going to be a little green man with his legs crossed humming. No. My carved idol is not going to be, uh, you know, an icon of no. some famous saint. Right. It's not going to be a demonic idol it, it, in the sense of some recognizable creature. Right. It's going to be stuff. Yeah, it's going to be cars. Or or even like the guy that I like driving. It's going to be Lewis Hamilton. It's going to be the, the star that I love to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was listening to something the other day, and it just sort of brought to mind that idea that when they, when they the Israelites took all their jewelry, oh, yeah. and they carved, they made that idol. Yeah. You heard this, did you? No, no, but I just oh. read, that's one of our family jokes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But what happened was they, they made something that reflected themselves, both uh, physically and as a reflection. Like, yeah, it was shiny. It was, it was shiny so they could see themselves, but it was made from their jewelry. So it We was provided like, the jewelry and we could see our own we faces. Can see our, it's, so it's this idol that reflects. We all choose these idols that but reflect us. What, what I love, though, is the unseemliness of it. Because like, you think, like, oh, wow, the cow's face or something. That's really great. Mm-hmm. But there's a cow's backside as well. They've yeah. made it, they worshipped the back end of a cow. Mm-hmm. 
that they'd made. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's terrible. Right. But whatever we see ourselves in. A cow's backside. Yeah. Yeah, because you can see, you know, your own beautiful face. Yeah. Yeah, carved idols as creative things. Because he's already talked about how he is the creator. And yeah, we've made, exactly. We've been we sub make our own yeah. stuff. Yeah. Behold, the former things have come to pass. New things I now declare. And that's nice. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Yeah, I love that. So, so Christ has not sprung forth yet. No. But God tells us now that Christ is coming. Yeah, he's coming. Oh. Uh, how do you end a podcast without Ben Wolpe? Like, because he says the thing. Oh, he says the like really clever thing. Yeah, at the end. So, um, uh, I don't know. Do you have a clever thing? No, that's oh. why we hired him. Oh shoot. Well, I blame his wife for having that gorgeous baby. There you go. So there's <laughs> there's the crescendo. In in twenty five years time, Andrew Wolpe can come and do a podcast and all. Well, and then you can blame us. Hologram or whatever it is they do yeah. then and mm-hmm. tell us all about God. That's right. Uh, I just I just want to look ahead to Easter and say that the, that the whole point of this Holy Lent is to prepare for our resurrection story and, mm-hmm. and even to look forward in power to Pentecost. Yeah. And God is always telling us what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then ultimately what's coming is he's coming back. Yeah, and I, and the double I, pointing. That's like the best, best yeah. news ever. I think that's the crescendo. Yeah. This points ahead to, to Christ on the cross, mm-hmm. but the cross points ahead mm-hmm. to his return. Yeah. This has been a podcast of Christchurch Fox Chapel. We're so glad that you would uh, join us to listen to this kind of stuff. I'm not quite sure why you do it, but uh, the Los Yetis are, are howling terribly in the background. And we're very grateful. And we'll see you very soon. God bless.